Everyone, remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello and welcome to a special update episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and today we're going to bring you some audio from Frontier Expo 2017. Our friends James Hawkins and Steve Hurl from Jurassic Unicast were kind enough to go out to Frontier Expo for us this year and get a glimpse at Jurassic World Evolution. Equipped with VIP passes, James and Steve were able to secure a podcast space at the uh, expo there, get some interviews with the creators, and do a lot of recording on their own. So we're going to hear a lot of that here today. Not all of it. We're going to save some for the future. But uh, today we're going to hear an interview from James and Steve with developer Gary Richards. It's a great interview, and they're trying to pry out some information from him. Maybe he lets something slip here and there, so you're going to have to take a listen to that one. After that, the guys are going to wrap up their thoughts on Frontier Expo out in London, give their thoughts on the entire experience from start to finish, the venue, everything about it. So stay tuned for that. And after that, we're going to wrap up the episode with some audio James and Steve recorded from the Jurassic World Evolution panel with developers Michael Brooks, Andy Fletcher, and Nick Rogers. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the latest updates on Frontier Expo, our podcast, and so much more. We've got a ton of great content coming up here soon. But why don't we get this episode started off with a ton of great audio recorded by James and Steve. Thank you so much, guys. Let's take a listen. Okay, welcome back to the Jurassic Park podcast and we are Jurassic Unicast and we are joined with Gary Richards, one of the uh, development developers of the Jurassic World Evolution game. How are you doing? Oh, good, thanks. How are you? Not bad. We're really excited for you to obviously join us. We're, um, well, honoured really. Yeah. Um, could you tell us uh, what, you, what your part with the development is, please, if you don't mind? So, I'm the executive producer uh, working on Jurassic World Evolution and it's my job along with the rest of the production team to make sure that everybody that's working on the project knows what it is they need to do when it needs to be done by <laughs> yeah. the expected quality levels. But, uh, yeah, you're the... the I want it in my office by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of... I do, I do spend a lot of my time saying no, which is unfortunate, because people come up with fantastic ideas. We work with a great bunch of people. Yeah. We only have so much time, we only yeah. have so much resources, so we have to prioritise and best idea generally wins. Yep. No, that sounds fair enough. Yeah. So like if you was um obviously like it's it's such a good sort of game to like what made you think I oh know, Jurassic World is is it's in right now. Like what give you the vision like, to do the, the, that style of game as opposed to like a first or a third person shooter game like they are these days? 
So Frontier has a good history of working with animals in games, um, right back to 2004 when we did Dog's Life, and then yeah. Connect Them Alls, it was those fluffy tigers and bears just looked amazing, and the wide range of animals that we did with Zoo Tycoon. Yeah. And so you take all of that, and you know we're pretty good at making theme park games as well. Yeah. And so you know, Jurassic the Jurassic Park license allows us to bring our skills to you know what is a fantastic franchise. And you know, I mean, what's not to love about dinosaurs? Everybody loves dinosaurs. I mean, like my, my yeah. kids love dinosaurs. I you know I'm, I'm not going to tell Addicted. you how old I am. Yeah. I'm as old as I am. Dad in the world then, yeah. Well, <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, I've worked in the industry for a while, and my kids all know what I do. Um, and they've spent the last nine months going. What's going on? What are you working on? I can't tell you. What are you working on? I can't tell you. Their minds, isn't it? When you when, find out. When can you tell me? Well, I will tell you when it's announced. Yeah. And then when the teaser trailer came out, yeah. sort of a couple of was it six, seven weeks ago now at yeah. Gamescom, and it was. I thought, right, I can finally show. Them. I sat them down in front of the PC and said, right, this is what I'm working on. And the look on their face was just amazing. And Blew their minds. And that moment, I became the coolest dad yeah. ever. <laughs> no, that's excellent. Yeah. So uh, PC games are very versatile with mods and DLC extensions. Yeah, sorry, extensions. Extensions. <laughs> oh, um, we're both PS4 gamers. Is there going to be like any DLCs and mods that we can add into the PS4 versions or is it strictly going to be just PC? So we're still trying to figure out what we're going to be doing in terms of the game and additional content for how... Yeah, yeah. So like, if you can answer, will there be like... Because I know on the Operation Genesis game, there was a, a, a limitation for like you know, how many dig sites there would be compared to the PC version. I um, had the PC version, so I was okay. And obviously, you could have the extra content in there, like the files. You could change the files and stuff over. And you know, there was people mo make modding them to change the skins. Um, that obviously, obviously excited us as when we found this was coming out. PS4 so more in depth than you know PlayStation 2 would have been. You know, can you can you answer anything to, about that? I so we're making the game to be consistent across all platforms. Yeah. So, you know, you've got console markets and PC markets. Um, obviously, PCs generally have more horsepower. Of course, of course. Yeah. Than, although, you know, the modern day consoles are... They're you know, getting up to the bounds yeah. above, you know, what, what we had a few years ago. So, it's... it's the game... The user experience should be the same regardless of the platform that you're playing on. Yeah, okay, that's, that's good to that's, know. Yeah. That, that's, that's one of the, the main, well to be fair, we've had a few questions that have asked about, you know, because um, it is quite a, the same with Minecraft, is the same. Uh, on Minecraft there's a lot more, more blocks, you know, that you can do more stuff on online on a PC than you can on a PlayStation, it's very limited. So it, that's one of the most popular questions, really, isn't it, Steve? Yeah. Um, regarding the consoles, are you looking into uh, exploring onto the Switch, uh, the Nintendo Switch, um, or is that a bit too, you know, out there? Or you're not allowed to answer? <laughs> so, I mean, as a company, I 
I mean, we've announced that Jurassic World Evolution is coming to PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4. Summer, Could it be a possibility? Yeah. We're always interested in looking at new technologies, and you know, I can't. I can't, can't say, yeah. say yes, can't and you can't say no. It, so it's, it's a company. We embrace new technology. You know, we live. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, this is we're talking about. Jurassic World Evolution here, but Elite Dangerous, you know, it supports VR. There are lots of things, there's lots of cool technologies, and you know, the Nintendo Switch is a really interesting console. Yeah, no, it is. It's got a It'd lot be of good to have a. No. Um, you, you mentioned VR. Is that some. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I know you don't know you meant to do that, but um, that. Obviously, something like that. I know you can't. You don't. Now you've said that. You obviously didn't mean to. But that's something that um, is going forward with the games like these today. Um, is there a lot to look forward to? That's is it that you can talk about. Um, so in that so in that context, I was merely uh, yeah, you know confirming talking. the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. Elite Dangerous uses VR. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know in terms of new technology, new consoles that are coming out, we as a company look to see where we can apply those technologies within the appropriate titles. Yeah, because obviously Jurassic World's quite visually stunning and in park builders, just wondering if adding that, is there going to be a way to add like photo, like take screenshots of your park in the game? You can on a PlayStation, can't you? You can, you know, when you press the the share Share button, you can do things like that. It's all actually in-game. So, with as you've just said, with all the, with the consoles, you can uh, you can already do that. The dashboard yeah. already allows you to share, and I think you can if you you can tweet stuff from some of them as well. Yeah. Maybe it appears in the activity feeds that you've got on console. Um, it's not something that I'm aware of. Okay. That we would be doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long time a from now until then. Time, so, yeah. With um, obviously the, the Operation Genesis game, because uh, that that game is already out, and is there anything? Um, is there, is, uh, is I guess is this version of the game like a more in depth? Now it's on a, a next gen console. Is there a lot more to do? You don't have to say specifics, but is there a lot more you can do than what the general game was for the Operation Genesis? So it's difficult to compare Operation Genesis to what we're currently doing. Where there are lots of ideas that we that we're putting into the game. Um, obviously, we'll be revealing more details about that over the coming months up until launch, and I'm sure that you know people will be interested to hear that. We during the panel. We already announced the fact that you know there are three divisions within the game, and yeah. so you know you how you follow those depends on what, how you play the game influences your reputation within those divisions. So you know if you want to go pure entertainment, then that's just classically using dinosaurs to attract guests and making the best you know the best visitor attractions that you can. Science is all about researching dinosaur genomes and you know digging up fossils, extracting DNA, manipulating that yeah. DNA. And then security is, you know, dinosaurs are dangerous creatures. Yeah. You know, if you can 
bioengineer a dinosaur to be more dangerous, then you need to make sure that you've got the skills to Something look after that dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, as we've all seen in all of the films, yeah. you know, yeah. things can go south pretty quick. Yeah. And, Definitely. you know, you do not want to engineer an angry T-Rex mm. and then have it rampaging around your park. Yeah, that's One a good thing, point. Um, that I noticed about, um, obviously, the screenshots and the video was uh, recognisable dinosaurs. Um, Operation Genesis didn't allow uh, the male and female, you know, genders. Is that something that you could, could talk about, or possibly uh, look forward looking to for the, for the game? So, because the game is set in the Jurassic world, you know, there is no all the you bioengineer your dinosaurs. The, the, you're not you're not breeding dinosaurs. Okay. You're achieving the same thing by bioengineering the DNA that you extract from the fossils. Okay. Now that's good. And um, as far as characters go in the actual game, is there many from the movie franchise, or yeah, is it again you can say no? So could, could we expect familiar faces um, it is a Jurassic World game so yeah. you can the scale could could be one movie yeah. it could be more I mean it's I can't name characters because you know not only you know we want to release this information but obviously you know yeah there are things films, can change you know there's a film coming out as well yeah and so you know there will be characters that so I'm sure completely in canon so the movie the the game takes place after the events of Jurassic World. Okay. And so, you know, we've been working closely with Universal. I mean, as Nick said in the panel mm. talk that they gave, you know, some of the dinosaur models that are in the game are models that Universal have centres that they yeah. used in the films and you know We've retopologized re them, I think was the term he used. Yeah. Um, but, also, you know, in terms of the look and feel of the dinosaurs, they sh they look and feel exactly like they do in the yeah. Jurassic World well, universe. Well, we've had a few people actually say that it's it, they actually look better than some of the CGI's in the movies. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, Nick said we were... Nick said we were aiming for, you know, film quality, which, you know, when you, when you say to your character team and your animators actually we want to make assets that look like a film that's a, that's a high goal yeah. to aim for but ultimately you know everyone's seen the in-game trailer and that, that is in-game that's what they look like and it is just stunning what the team has done is just amazing well that's a could we um, yeah that's yeah, that's brilliant. could we ask you two more questions before you go please these are quick um, ones quick ones yeah um Hopefully, you can say you can't answer, and that'll be easier <laughs> if, if you're familiar. But yeah, um, co-op. Me and Steve like doing a lot of stuff together online. Is there any any way you can say uh, that we could do multiplayer a capabilities at the same time? So, unfortunately, I, I can't. Okay. okay. I don't like. I don't. You like don't want to give too much away. No. To be fair, it makes it more exciting. Makes it more exciting yeah. for when the game comes out. That's fine. Um, last one. Would you be uh, kind enough to do the challenge of naming as many yeah, characters yeah. as you can in 30 seconds? Yes, okay. sure, if you do the timer... 30 seconds. No pressure, but 
Michael got seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Right. Three, two, two one. one. Go. So you've got Chris, uh, Claire Deering, one. Alex, uh, uh, Tim, three. John Hammond, Four. Roland, five. Hoskins, six. Uh, Ian Malcolm, seven. Oh, the guy, the clever girl guy, I can't remember. <laughs> Mul- Muldoon? Yeah. yeah. Eight. They should all be destroyed. They should be, um, <laughs> three. Two, oh, no, no, I've got done. That's good. You got uh, eight. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. We really appreciate you coming. Yeah, I know you've got a busy schedule, so thanks for talking to us. Lovely to meet you, mate. Yeah. Been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Good luck with the game as well. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, welcome back to Jurassic Unicast. Um, we're just going to have a little discussion on our day, really, and how it's all gone regarding this Frontier Expo 2017. Yeah, what a day. Yeah. Started off really early, got here about... What was it, half nine? Half nine, yeah. yeah. Easily Whoops. walked in straight in, like... The girl, Bo, at the counter was really helpful. She gave us a wristband, T-shirts. VIP um, lanyard. Yep. That gives us access to everything in here. Um, I mistakenly did my wristband up way too tight. Cut off most of the... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Steve was like, my arm's killing. Literally turned red. (laughs) Almost like you tied it up as tight as you would if you did, like, cut your arm off. Yeah. Um, So, hand was almost falling off, but... I had to go back to reception get that cut get a whole fresh new wristband but um, yeah so that basically allowed us into everything didn't it and um, we got a, everyone gets a gift bag and depending on what tickets you bought so if you've just bought the standard one you'll get a standard little gift bag which I think has got a couple of postcards in and everything like that but it goes all the way up to the VIP guest bag like gift bag which is what we got and that come with the t-shirts the frontier expo t-shirts which we're wearing um a nice glossy jurassic world i well, sorry Dr- yeah jurassic world evolution photo yeah that's quite nice yeah. actually yeah just loads of additional stuff like decent postcards yeah the venue the venues like, i can't fault it like we've been i went to the star wars celebration last year you've been to some comic cons yeah uh, it's ideal for the size of what they do yeah yeah like the amount of people that have come it was ideal for it was a little bit busy but not to the point where you're queuing no it was you know you had to just wait a couple of minutes and then you could you know do whatever you wanted to do yeah um the uh jurassic world set inside oh, was mate. brilliant yeah the foliage the the, the animal the, the the raptors um the tv screen showing the trailer um, yeah again the trailers which i mentioned earlier podcast the uh trailers on the tv screens weren't shown at the same time which I thought was brilliant. So you could say, right, I've watched that, and then halfway through, the other one's playing. Because usually yeah. you have TVs, and they're spot on, both end, start and end at the same time. Yeah, that no, was cool. Um, they had a, 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 a elite station, a Frontier Elite thing. It was like a... So, walking into that, you felt like you were in a, like a NASA... Like Star Wars... NASA Command Center yeah, or something. Yeah, you did, honestly. Yeah. There was... Um, in other Hunger Games, 
Yeah. It reminded me of the game makers panel when you've got the big circular seating area. They're all sitting around in a circle and you know you can prod the dashboard. The only thing that was missing was, was a hologram. Was a hologram. Of the Death Star. Yeah. Let's face it. Oh yeah. <laughs> if it had a hologram of the Death Star, that would have been like Yeah. It'd have been perfect. That was it. uh, yeah. That's the only thing that was missing. They had uh, the um what are they called, the joysticks? Thrustmasters. Thrustmasters. Yeah, the new. The newest version. Yeah. And that was really popular. Like, they looked really cool. Responsive. Yeah. Does everything you need. Definitely highly recommend it. Yeah. And um, those Thrustmasters actually built it for this elite game. Yeah, so it's perfect. If you want to, if you're into that, then yeah. uh, get it. And it's not over that, they weren't that expensive. It was 45, 45 quid. We got 25% off, didn't yeah. we? Um, a little voucher, which is yeah. quite handy. Um, we uh, had a little walk outside, and outside they had um, the Jurassic Park Jeep, the, the Ford Explorer. Yeah, and it was just the little bits inside the Jeep that was um, quite nice details. Touch, yeah. yeah, they had the um, night vision goggles from yep. Jurassic Park. The, the little park map at the back with yeah. the uh, all the what do they call that? The little cards that yeah. were sprayed out on the can of Barbasol next to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's just the, like, the little details. The little touches were really, but really cool. We did notice that the only thing wrong with the, the actual Jeep is there's no sunroof. No, no sunroof. So it's not... Yeah. It weren't the, the. Explorer. But um, if that's only if we're going to find details. I mean, let's face it. If I had a Ford Explorer, regardless if it's got a sunroof or not, that thing's going to be painted red, yellow and green. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Um, it's been a really, really good location as well. Like it was, We, we got to Stratford at... Uh, well, Westfield Shopping Centre. We popped up quite, like, really easily at that time of the morning. Yeah, it was, was like it? dead, wasn't it? Was it um, Wickford to Wickford Stratford? Forty-four minutes, or was under yeah, forty-five nothing, minutes. Yeah. Nothing at all, really. And then um, we got we got in. Well, we walked to the venue, which is at the the Here East. Yeah, venue, Here East, just just right at the West Ham Football Stadium. And um, about a 15 minute 15 walk. minute walk, yeah. max, wasn't it, really? Weren't that much longer, more than that. No. And then uh, straight in, straight up. Yeah. Boom. Uh, it was quite faulty. The staff here, they worked really hard. Yeah. Uh, the guy, Dale, that was our kind of... He, he, he was getting the guys for us to yeah. interview. Um, he's done over 20,000 steps. Yeah, <laughs> the guy looks Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, been here since this morning. He's been working hard. But it shows the dedications yeah, the yeah. staff. So if they're that dedicated to show the general public what they're doing here. Yeah, we've felt like royalty, really, yeah. haven't we? Like, we've been in the VIP section. It was like all you can eat, food, really. Uh, yeah, all you can eat, all you can supplier. drink. Const- yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, the actual staff serving, all friendly. The toilets, immaculate. Yeah. Cleaned every God knows what half hour I reckon yeah. at most. Um, yeah, like the venue itself, stunning, perfect. Um, the sound was good in the in the auditorium thing. Yeah. The screen, it's good. Yeah, I can't fault it. No. It's brilliant. No, it literally is perfect. Like um, I said, again, perfect size venue for what for Frontier what it do. Is. Yeah. yeah, perfect venue for what it is. Um, they had quite a few panels as well because um, they weren't just showing the Jurassic Park game they were doing is it Planet Coaster Planet Coaster yeah that looked really good actually really good yeah we did um, it's definitely something I wouldn't mind playing I think something the wife would like as well actually yeah it's a good one for like anyone to enjoy the thought of making your own Disneyland sort of has that sort of appeal in it rather than to to other people yeah and they had like um, Elite Gamers 
which is another game that Frontier do. Yeah. It look, does look good, but I think it's a bit out of our depth, really. <laughs> yeah, well, with time as well. Yeah. But um, the main reason we're here is for the Jurassic Park. So there was a panel with uh, Jack Horner speaking. Yeah, that was and fantastic. Yeah, what, a, oh, what a legend yeah. he is. We actually, Such uh, a casual, like, laid-back guy as well. Yeah. Um, what's it? We approached him as he walked in. Yeah. And, uh, we were, we <laughs> right, were walking Jake, out. straight through yeah. the door. Nah. Nah. It was, it, yeah, he literally come up through the lift, didn't he? And... Um, well, we, well, I double took him because yeah. I didn't expect to see him like I thought Walking Jack around. Horner Dr. Jack Horner would be backstage and yeah. then you know comes in you know has his talk and if you're lucky you'll get to talk to him but Jack's just like Walking you know around. comes up the lift I was surprised he didn't come out with sunglasses on yeah. like yeah man fuck life <laughs> just absolutely just strolling around saying he went I've never been to one of these before I was like nor have <laughs> I mate <laughs> it's our first one so um, how you finding it yeah so we sat. What well, we spoke to him there and then. For yeah, about well, we we didn't. Minutes. Yeah, we was. We had. I think it was like an eighteen-minute conversation. But we we time like you know we recorded it. That's yeah. that's on later on the podcast. Hopefully, well, at some point maybe. Yeah. Um, but some of the stuff that he was talking about is just unbelievable. Yeah, he was telling stories about his time on all the films, uh, Jurassic Park three particularly. I like, think that was his favourite yeah, film. Yeah, it's got it? I think to be. it's my. I reckon it's because Joe Johnson. Uh, the way he directs, he was more, um, he was reliant on him yeah. to sort of, you know, as You've much as... You've been there before. Yeah, like Jack Horner, to be fair to him, he did hold his hands up and said, like, on on, on, the, on his talk, that he, in his opinion, professional opinion, yeah. that a, a Spinosaurus wouldn't be a T-Rex because it eats fish. Yeah. And its feet were flat and padded like a duck. It wasn't designed no, the his same. Ar- his arms were flippers. His arms were flippers. Yeah. So it wasn't designed to, you know, walk to be to, to walk at all, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and that was kind of really cool. But he said um, Spielberg, as the producer, wanted something to dethrone the T Rex. Yes. So he and thought, well, that thing. is the only thing bigger. Yeah. So why not, you know, hybridise it a little bit, make it what it isn't, but to make yeah. it kill the T Rex, let's make it something a bit more realistic. And there you go. Yeah. So in a way, way, he kind of canonised, if that's even a word, I've just (laughs) made one up, the fact that the Spinosaurus is kind of... A hybrid. A hybrid. Yeah. It's there set in stone. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And Um, then um, you're obviously quite uh, lucky to have him sign your book. Yeah, I've followed Jack Horner since I've been like, well old enough to read and be interested in the scientific side of dinosaurs so I had his book in 2009 yeah so that's been like ages and uh, like the, this come up and I was like yes perfect opportunity um, so yeah he was kind enough to sign my book best wishes yeah Dr. Jack Horner Damn. I was like made I was like yes yeah. <laughs> I can go home now <laughs> not stop smiling <laughs> but then after that I thought right it's not going to get much better He's there we are, we're in the VIP lounge, he's just like there chilling out yeah. with a coffee. Yeah. So he's like, let's go and uh, say hi again. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not having even more chats. But yeah, just... but obviously a lot more, inf- we didn't record anything, it was yeah. a bit more informal. Um, he just seemed really, really laid back and a nice guy, didn't he, really? Yeah, um, Yeah, and then he obviously had his talk, his new talk about the Triceratops and yeah. how... Um, yeah, it's got keratin. He, he th- like, yeah, he, in his opinion, obviously, it's all, it's all his opinion. Um, but he's done but the research behind it. 
that he, he basically said that the Triceratops, the way it looks in the Jurassic Park films, it's wrong. Get rid Com of it. Completely wrong. Yeah. Like, as much as obviously '93, that was how they looked yeah. in terms of how much they discovered. But now they've discovered all the blood vessels running through the whole skull, which would be coated which, in keratin. Yeah, which signifies the same as what birds have on their beaks, which yeah. is where it was covered in yeah. keratin. Hence so, the bright colours. Yeah. So we'll be looking more at bright blues, bright yellows. Yeah, and I think he's introduced that into... I wouldn't be surprised if we see a bright coloured dinosaur yeah. in the latest instalment coming out next year. Um, he he completely boasted about how good he thinks the script is. Yeah. So He didn't give much away. He, he didn't give anything away. Well, he, nothing at all. All he said, the script is good. Yeah, the, he script. Said the script's really good. Um, he he loved uh, the way it was going. He loved the fact that as much as you know, it's been a you know a real on the fence 50-50 how the genetic um, mutation of you know splicing the genes together yeah. to make hybrids. You know, some people want it to be original, um, but you know he's right. Like even I mentioned about that's what human nature is to make these things as bizarre as they can you know but why not yeah let's get let's, we can do it let's get let's a, it. i know a diplodocus with a dilophosaurus head on it why yeah. not just see what it looks like if it people are going to want to see it aren't they get a t-rex that can swim underwater exactly <laughs> exactly so, yeah. so why not and yeah. he and to be fair he backed that up completely and he, he's right really it's the way human nature is to explore and you know yeah and um, life finds a way yeah and we've been trying to obviously catch up on our Jurassic Pop quizzes. And with it being obviously a brand new game that Frontier's doing, there are not a lot of Jurassic Park fans here at the moment. No, I, I felt like we were like, what did you say, a 1%? Yeah. There was like 80% 80, 80 elite, game, elite right? gamers. The rest. And then the rest was split between Jurassic and Planet Coaster. Well, more. Probably more Planet Coaster than Definitely there was. Definitely more Planet Coaster. Jurassic but Park. we did find a fair few and um, in fact I managed to get well, a dozen, uh, 10 maybe 9 or 10 I think in, in the end yeah of uh, the uh, we, might, we might go there's an after party so we might go in there and try and blag a few more which would be quite cool yeah um, of the Jurassic but Pop it's, quiz it's been, it's been quite difficult it's not it's as been easy it's really difficult yeah. nah. obviously if this was a Jurassic World exhibition yeah we'll be well into the hundreds of pop quizzes oh my god it'd be mental we'd have to make a couple of episodes I reckon yeah but um, there was a few other people here I, I, I think I saw I think we saw Jurassic Collectibles I think, I think so that was, again uh, not fully confirmed yeah not fully confirmed just by sound he answered yeah. one he asked one of the questions to Jack Horner um, but yeah no there was lots there's, there wasn't Apart, there was a little bit to do, but not a lot. There was a big uh, room in the centre of the the place that was for all like the YouTube streamers, yeah. and they did like live gaming while it was all going on today. And they had a few interviews in there with a few with the developers um, going on. Uh, we weren't allowed in there, unfortunately. It was literally just for them, streamers, wasn't it? But there's yeah. not much that we could see anyway because they're all they're all elite gamers. Yeah, all but, on PC. Yeah, what about like, um, there's a few things to do over the back there. Yeah, um, that was really good. What they did, um, they had every single game that they've developed throughout the years on all the original consoles. So they had, what, Mega Drive or, sorry, Genesis. It was J yeah, Sega Mega Drive and Genesis, yeah, wasn't it? Uh, set up. 
They had the uh, original Xbox, they had a GameCube, even down to like the tablets and I think it's the PSP. Like PSP. Yeah, they had PSP, there was a um, Xbox iPad, Connect. there was yeah. um, an Xbox 360. Is there a PlayStation? I don't think there was PlayStation over there, but I think if you, you know, you've got an Xbox yeah. 360, PS3 as well, wasn't it? So. Yeah. so they had two Kinect games, which they developed. One was the Disney one, which is really good. Yeah. And um, got Oh yeah, I forgot about the Connect. It had that as well, didn't it? Yeah. But that was really good. It's like something that you don't really see. Yeah, no, event. I didn't realise that they'd made as many games as they did. To yeah. be fair, and it yeah. just shows you how successful they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was. Uh, I don't think other than that, there weren't really much else to do here apart from watch watch the TVs, go in there, have a look at the exhibitions that they made. Yeah. Like the Jurassic World one, for example. And there was a oh, there's a Planet Coaster set. Was it Planet Coaster that section? I think it was Planet Coaster. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they've got like a little a little demo uh, part of it, haven't they? Like a yeah, set, so it's a competition. Yeah. yeah, a competition where you had to design. I think you get to design one roller coaster, and that's a, as a blueprint. And I think they save it, and you enter the competition with that blueprint, and the winner. I think it hasn't been announced yet, I'm not sure. No, I don't want um, I wouldn't have thought so. No, but the winner actually gets a year's entry to a UK theme park. That's cool. Yeah. So. We didn't enter it though, we didn't we'd have the chance. Nah. And we didn't we didn't even, no we didn't even try to be fair. No. <laughs> um Yeah, no, we'd we'd obviously we'd like to say special thanks to everyone who volunteered on the pop quiz. Yep. If you uh, eventually get around to listening. Um we just literally had a had an interview with Gary Richards. Yeah, very on, brief. Yeah, very brief interviews. Obviously, busy man, but yeah, fifteen-minute job of um, one of the developers. He told us as much as he could. Yeah, he, um, did let slip though, didn't he? We but won't we won't tell you what it is. You need no. to listen to the, the interview. Um, it's really really interesting about what's coming up. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's been a very hectic day. It's now, well, it's quarter works. past nine Yep. Uh, in the evening. We've been here for a long... Well, 12 oh, hours 12 now. 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can't fault the place. Brilliant. Absolutely quality. Yeah. Um, don't forget to um, follow us on Jurassic Unicast on Twitter, uh, Facebook and YouTube, which we'll be posting a lot of our video log on. Uh, of the day and like what we got up to, some you know pictures and, and bit of the te- bit of the talk on the panel will be on there. Um, don't forget to follow uh, the, the Jurassic Park podcast, which is what our segments on, obviously. Yep. Um, and and tw- yeah. oh, and uh, Instagram, we're on Instagram now. Yeah. So I think we're pretty much on everything now. We're on everything. Yeah, we are on everything yeah. now. So you'll find up to scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in the twenty-first century. Yeah. Um, yes, you can find us on everything. Yeah, um, but we do most of our work on Twitter. Yeah, most anything that we normally post is on t- Twitter. But we have got we have got a um, we've got fa- links to Facebook. You know, if, we've got know. a Facebook account definitely, yeah. and you can find us on there. We do post normally when we post a video, we do share it on there. Um, so if you haven't got Twitter, you can if you see it on ser- Facebook. Yeah, search on Facebook for Jurassic Unicast, and um, just like our page, and you anything that comes up, we will post on there. Which is good. But yeah. No, that's fine. But, we but were, yeah, we're yeah, going to go now and enjoy the pop 
Well, the after party, really. The after party, why not? Well, I don't know what it involves, but... We had lots of uh, good uh, entries of the pop quiz. 30-second, name as many characters as you can challenge. So it's yeah. been a good day overall for everyone. Uh, although well, they did struggle, didn't they? They did struggle they did. with... Uh, I'm surprised that they struggled so much. You know, up until the actual people who have had to sit and watch every single film religiously um, and yeah. read anything to build this game. Um, those were the only people that did well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the actual Jurassic Park community is quite poor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah the people that generally watch, that, you know, watched it only a few times, not got a Scooby, yeah. have they? And I'm not going to tell you what the scores were, but You'll find Dr. Out. Jack Horner yeah. may shock you. Yeah, Dr. Jack Horner might shock you. Uh, his, score, his score was um, shocking. Unbelie <laughs> unbelievably. Yeah. But no, it was good but fun. No, he, he, uh, he enjoyed the challenge nonetheless. Yeah. Um, now, he did say that if you were to give me the dinosaur names, like the actual names yeah, of dinosaurs, yeah. it would yeah, fly I for it. I could name the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, don't forget to uh, check out our last episodes that we were on in Brad. We've, we've got the commentary, the Jurassic Park commentary the Jurassic World commentary and the Jurassic uh, Park the Lost World yep. done three commentaries now haven't we uh, I think we've done three commentaries I think we've definitely two. done two yeah thanks to Jurassic World and the Lost, Lost World. World we haven't done Jurassic Park one actually yeah. um, we're on episode 117 on the Jurassic Park podcast episode 97 um, episode 84, 84. And uh, yeah, we're, we've done lots of stuff with the other members of the community. We've done a few pop quizzes now. And um, we've done uh, the 100th episode, didn't we? Yeah. With a lot of other people. So collaboration. That was, that was the collaboration, that was a really good fun one. Yeah. There was quite a few of us on that with Aaron Bayer, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Terrick, Jay Jurassic. Jay, yeah, that was really cool actually. Yeah. We spoke about so much stuff. But yeah, so um, feel free to check all them episodes out. And uh, yeah, catch you later. See Bye you later. incredible special day for us here uh, you guys all here in the audience I think I, I, have you had a good time today have you had a good yeah. Yeah. yes good all affirmative all right well, let's have a look at Frontier's uh, latest game announcement it's uh, Jurassic World Evolution Dinosaurs as a, as a young kid, I imagine most people do. 
had the toys, read books about them. But it wasn't until Jurassic Park that I actually saw them kind of brought to life properly. I think with films before then, they were bad guys and, you know, monsters that tended to appear every now and again. But when you saw that amazing scene with the herds going across by the lake, I mean, that just brought it to life for a minute, and that's it. I just fell in love with them ever since. And now, working on the game. How cool is that? Amazing. Yeah. It's really, really cool. I saw something I love. I dinos like here, like my kids, kids, you know, have the books, have the, the top trunks, had all the Jurassic Park merch, and, you know, when the film came out, it was just the blockbuster of that era, you know, it was so amazing. Saw it multiple times, and, uh, and to be working on the game, I mean, from a design perspective, it's so many great, rich themes in that series to, to pick out and to, uh, you know, hopefully let players enjoy for themselves. And then there's the spectacle, which, you know, you can't beat dinosaurs for spectacle, can you? Yeah, and I'm absolutely over the moon to be here. I mean, um, when I first saw the film all the way back when I was uh, 10 years old, it, was, it was absolutely blew my mind. And it's the main reason I actually went on to become an animator. So uh, I, I used to see the dinosaurs come to life in the old Ray Harryhausen films, but they, I've never seen anything quite like what they managed to get across in Jurassic Park. And obviously, in sort of 1993, CGI wasn't really a big thing at all. So I had no idea what was going on. And as I started to learn more and more animation, uh, more and more about animation, I just got absolutely obsessed with it. And I already completely loved dinosaurs. Uh, so I just worked and worked at it. And uh, here I am, sort of 20 odd years later, working on it. Jurassic World game, so yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is a dream come true for me. A dream come true, please. So, I mean, what makes uh, talking off Frontier? Um, uh, what what do you think makes Frontier a perfect fit for working on Jurassic World Evolution? So, there's a, there's a couple of reasons. I think. I mean, the first one is that the games we make. We have a passion for the for the genre or the topic we're in, so we're making them really dangerous. You know, people love space, astronomy, and that the passion was there in the team. We're Planet Coaster. I mean, we've got a penny we're doing uh, sort of theme park games anyway. But there's a huge love for theme parks and roller coasters in the team that made that. And you know, for Jurassic World, who doesn't love dinosaurs? I mean, the, the enthusiasm on the team is just beyond this world. But sort of more than that, I think um, you also look at the history of the games that we made at Frontier. Um, I mean, I joined the company back in 2003. We were working on a game called Dog's Life, which if you've been to the museum, you might have had a little player. And in that, you basically control a dog called Jake. And since then, we've done the wild expansion for RST3, we've done Zoo Tycoon, we've done Connectables. So we've got a history of just bringing animals to life in computer games. And dinosaurs is the ultimate challenge, but one we're very happy to be taking on. So, um, uh, build your own Jurassic World. That is the, I think it is uh, on the trail. Uh, yeah, that's the sort of tagline on the trail, using our social media as well. Uh, I think that uh, people have been waiting, uh, people at home, I, I know we're watching, and maybe some of you guys in the audience, waiting for quite a, a while for a game just like this, you know, a game where you build your own Jurassic World. Uh, so, why don't we tell people actually what the game's going to be about? <laughs> yeah, well, build your own Jurassic World, you know, we think this is the core fantasy really that's in the movies. You have, you're in an incredible island setting, you can bioengineer amazing dinosaurs, um, attract visitors and guests, try to keep them safe, and build a business, you know, build a dinosaur enterprise. That's, that's kind of what we, we see in the films, that's what we want to give players to, uh, to play with themselves. Well, I, th I think we've actually got a taste of that as well. Why don't we take a look at the very first in-game screenshot of Jurassic World Evolution? Ooh. 
So what do you think? Yeah, what do you think next week? It's about how fierce you can get your dinosaurs, you know, what you can, how dangerous they can come, and also being able to manage such dangerous animals. So there's a very big risk reward thing there. And then with the science, it's more about understanding uh, how they lived, what they were. So they all balance out. And the idea is that you can follow all three and you get this nice sort of balanced, um, or you can just follow one of the paths. It's, it's, it's completely up to you. Um, However, what you're doing is you're assembling these team of experts that represent each of these. Uh, and so, ideally, you want all three on your side. Oh, they have competing reputations, so they they want resources from you. So that brings a bit more challenge into into the gameplay. And they do that through um, contracts. So essentially, they give you tasks that they want to do. Um, so these are specific targeting things like create a complete genome for a specific dinosaur, or make sure you've constructed certain facilities. Or, you know, that's the sort of gameplay challenges that, that come up. Yeah, so before we move on, I think you've got around it. I just want to say, that was a lot of information there. So please, a round of applause for my You've got some more to tell us about it. Even more information. <laughs> sure, so that's, that's kind of the, some of the core management um, concepts in the game. Um, but there's this cool layer of management above that, which is, like, managing disasters. So we all know from the movies, things don't always go to plan. In fact, they usually don't go to plan. And this is something we really want to kind of represent in the game and have as a kind of engaging gameplay system. So um, on the islands, you'll come across various kind of emergency situations, like one of them might be heavy tropical storms. We'll play havoc for your infrastructure of your park <laughs> in very obvious yeah, ways. Yeah. They're very bad for you. Are these are in engine shots again, sorry? Sorry. Oh, these are in game tree shots, yeah, yep. so these are taken, taken from the game. So this will kind of, you know, cause damage in your park, it will cause uh, 
you know, upset for your dinosaurs, which you don't want, obviously, when you've got visitors and guests roaming around. Uh, and the key thing here is really is to make this part of the gameplay loop, you know, to make it so that players are trying to mitigate these problems as much as possible. When they happen, they can respond to them, uh, react, which is really cool, and then actually yeah, go on and pick up the pieces and keep their business running. Um, so it's a kind of, it's a cool kind of counterpoint to the building gameplay you normally have in management games. Well, well we, we've seen this tried a few times in, in the movies, uh, people trying to make a Jurassic World. Yeah. It doesn't usually go very well. No, um, it, it, it very rarely goes well, it often yeah. goes wrong, but um, I do want to give the players the opportunity to realise that original Jurassic Park dream of uh, John Hammond and Claire Deering and put the, that, in, that inherent peril of looking after giant dinosaurs into the hands of our community and, and see what they would do and see how they, how they could manage to run one of it. But, yeah, I mean, you, you are all clearly um, fans of the Jurassic you know, law as well, so how do you go about uh, making sure that that law makes its way into, uh, into our game as well? So when we uh, started, to, uh, well, before we started making the game, we did a huge amount of research. We, Rewatched the films over and over again. Read, reread the books. We had hard jobs. Also visiting fan sites that you know where people just endlessly analysed the film and just learnt about the law and the history of you know the, the stories that they're told. And we really wanted to make sure that we brought that into the game. Um, so one of the ways that we're doing it, there will be others, but for now we're just talking about uh, is the engine database. <laughs> And as you play the game, you unlock all sorts of information. Some of that's helpful to guide your gameplay, uh, but others are all about how things link with the, the films that went before. So you just keep unlocking this little codex of information. That's nice stuff. Yeah, it looks really interesting. Um, so uh, we by talking well, you know, bioengineering the dinosaurs as well. Um, is that something? Because in the in the trailer, you only see the lab at the start and the cracking egg with the eye poking through. Is that something that we're going to have the dinosaurs all the way from the very beginning? Are we going to work with them all the way? So, so yeah, you, you will be bioengineering the dinosaurs yourself. You start at the start, you will be sending fossil dig teams around the world to real-life fossil sites, um, <laughs> getting back your dinosaur bones, extracting DNA from them, building the genome. Uh, you could even make slight adjustments to the genome to adapt the dinosaur attributes as well. Um, and really, it's about, again, trying to key into the, the science of the movies. Such a, such a core thing that underpins those films and we wanted to be represented in this game. Um, and of course, once you've kind of got your completed genome, you incubate your dino and uh, let it free in the park. Yeah. Well, I think as well, uh, the, the hatchery. There we go. So, once the dinosaur is mature enough to be released onto the island, um, that's done all done through the hatchery. Um, but the um, Dinosaurs then a living thing that you have to look after. I mean, if you remember back in the, the first film, we got the lovely scene with uh, the vet Jerry um, Harley um, with his sick triceratops, and you know that can happen if you don't look after those dinosaurs properly. So you need to make sure that you take preventative action, um, keep them as healthy as possible. Um, but even if you get everything right, as uh, Ian Malcolm says, sometimes life finds a way. Yeah, so so I think that we're all um, we're all very self-obsessed. That's what I was going to say. Now, humans are quite self-obsessed, but of course, the real stars of the show in, in Jurassic 
world and dress parkland. It's the dinosaurs, isn't it? It absolutely is the dinosaurs. So, uh, well, this is a this is a management game at heart. We really wanted to get the dinosaurs right. So when we first started uh, looking to, to make this game, we set our art targets and our animation targets squarely at the quality of the film. We didn't just want to make the, the best dinosaurs that we'd seen in video games in the past. We wanted to make some of the best dinosaurs that people have seen in stop. And that, that was a nice, crazy high expectation to set my, my animation team. They enjoyed that. Um, and as we see here, uh, this... Uh, this is a render of one of the actual in-game assets, uh, this is our Parasaurolophus, and this is exactly the same as the model that you'll see in the actual game. It's an incredibly high level of detail, and our Parasaurolophus have really outdone themselves and created yeah. truly amazing uh, levels of detail with this. Um, we've worked very closely with our partners at Universal, uh, and they've actually been kind enough to send us some models actually from the Jurassic World films, which we've retopologized and put directly into our game as well, so there's a level of authenticity um, that is, that, you know, it's on par with the films, it's absolutely perfect. And then this incredible character art was combined with uh, some of the best animators in the industry, uh, some incredible audio guys and some fascinating uh, behaviour and locomotion code that's, that's come across to some of the most believable animals we've ever done. And as Michael alluded to earlier, we've got over 10 years experience of doing animal animation. It's something we do really well. It's the reason I came to Frontier, actually, was when we started working on Connectors. I was blown away with the kind of animation work that we managed to do there, how believable the, the animals were in that. Uh, and we've managed to take all of that, and this is really the accumulation of this work. And so we're going to put it all together and hopefully create some uh, some creatures in this game that surpass anything Frontier's ever done before. Well, they look like this, right? They look like this. Well, this is it. This is the team. Right.
amazing shots that we see in there, and, and we, we can't wait, I'm sure you agree, to share more about Dressable Evolution in the coming months. Of course. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic stuff. So, please, a huge round of applause for our Dressable Evolution. Woo! to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.